my funny little man, dear Sean. Hello. And um, hello to all of you. This uh, today, your term of endearment from uh, my lovely mother is heart warrior. Hello to all the heart warriors. Heart warrior. <laughs> I can't. It makes me happy. I feel it's like both you've been a little up weird. Yes. Yeah. This is um. This feels like a like a, a really wonderful like yoga retreat, and you're all my heart warriors. Mm. I like mm. it less now. <laughs> you like it less? Okay. Mm. I'm good. I'm glad. I hope you hate it. <laughs> all right. Well, I have um, a, a bit episode. of an intro. <laughs> I'm so glad that you hate it. Um, before we got on to to record, Sean told me that if I don't call him my little man he will quit the podcast funny little man um, oh that's is that not what i said what did i say you did say funny little man you inconsistencies let's move on funny little man anyways uh i have a bit of an intro before i um get into our topic for today and i'm sure you'll you'll pick it up as i'm talking um i would not consider myself to be an outdoorsy person i grew up in the city I spent a lot of time at home and I spent a lot of time on the beach and in public parks and, you know, playing community soccer like all of us did for some reason. Uh, that was part of our Canadian childhood. Um, so yeah, I spent a lot of time mine. outside, but I, you didn't? You didn't I play didn't community soccer as a kid? I didn't. No, I, I, no. Ooh, it was so fun. I just kind of hung out. I loved being the goalie. That was my, that was my prime position. I played it in gym. I was terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we were I, all I terrible. We were like 10. <laughs> If you were good at beaches community soccer, you can get out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why that's the... We, we are aggressive today. It Anyways, is an aggressive um, tone. <laughs> I spent a lot of time outside. Uh, I was lucky enough to have um, a cottage in Muskoka uh, that my grandparents had. And it was a beautiful, beautiful place where I, you know, kayaked and canoed and did all those really wonderful, like, outdoorsy things that um, people get to do in their childhood um, until we sold the cottage and then that outdoor aspect of my life uh kind of took a back burner and you know I, I grew up I started going to high school and just got you know did other things um so that kind of took a back burner until recent years where I've been getting to know more um outdoor enthusiastic people um in university and meeting a lot of other people from smaller towns and people that that take nature as a big part of their life uh why I mean well I don't um, and so they're kind of starting, starting that part of my life up again. Um, recently, actually this, this past weekend, I did a little bit of camping and I didn't really think about it until it was happening, but it was my first time camping ever. I, I am what? almost 20 years old and I've never been camping. I know well, you're almost 20 years old, but more importantly, you lived in Ontario. Yes, I know. Isn't that wild? I, I I've lived in Ontario my whole life. Um, and I've never actually been camping. I just, I, I had the cottage growing up, so that was always my place to go and then, you know, sleep in a tree house, but no, never camping this weekend or uh, this past weekend was my first time. Um, I drove up to, well, I didn't, I didn't drive. I was with a lovely person who drives cause I don't have my driver's license. Um, for those of you who are listening, bully me into <laughs> getting my driver's license. It my will driver's work. driver's license either. But again, okay, well, that's we're going we're gonna to bully each other. I think it's a, I think it's a, maybe a Toronto thing. Cause yeah, I think we just, we both transit. just grew up in the city and, yeah, and it's definitely it's time for me to get it now, but it's, it's not like the thing you do when you turn 16. Like well, it, it if might you, be another, yeah, if you have a mainly Ontario. road based, uh, you know, um, 
world around you getting your oh, driver's yeah. license is freedom or um, oh know, yeah same way learning how to ride a bike is but if you grow up with uh, my freedom was getting really a TTC transit pass. system mm-hmm. yeah yeah completely so yeah I, I had never been camping um and i went up to uh there's a, a place in ontario called the torrance barrens it's a dark sky preserve so no light pollution um we were so incredibly lucky it was rainy all weekend and we just got a clear sky on the night that we were there um and i stepped out of the car and it was the most incredible sky of stars i have ever seen in my entire life like full end to end it's a quiet night no wind just listening to you know frogs making noise and these beautiful stars it was it was so 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 incredible um making coffee the next morning with a little camping pot and just the whole experience of it I completely fell in love with and I I knew that I would love it but I just kind of um was regretful that the outdoors and nature um and you know in a in a more camping respect didn't really play a role in my life until um just now and I I kind of started thinking like yeah I I could really get into this I could really do this and this is something that you know I'm going to pursue as I turn 20 and I'm an adult and I can make my own decisions maybe I'll do a little bit of this more and I'll allow um nature and the outdoors to to play a more significant role in my life um so in conclusion if you uh see me at a mech buying a one-person tent uh mind your business because I'm on a spiritual journey <laughs> uh and I need to be doing this for myself they're not doing so too well I'm right now I'm not you think I'm mechs. not doing too well no mechs they're, oh they're not oh my god they're, they're, they're not doing too well financially. I thought you meant like I'm you just I heard you're not doing too well. And I went, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about you. Is that what you're getting from this story? We had um we had similar weekends. You talked We about, did. You yeah, tell me about your weekend. Skyful stars and, and the frogs and the beauty of it. I went to um wine rack and I picked up a red wine. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you did. That was what I did on this last weekend. Very similar mm-hmm. experience, I would say. Um to seeing the majesty of the universe. Um, <laughs> so you're you're drawing an equivalency between camping in the back of a van and uh, <laughs> drinking wine rack I'd, red I'd, wine. I'd call it a juxtaposition, frogs. rather. Oh, um, okay. If we're calling it that, you're using the J word. That's my favorite word. I love the word juxtaposition. It's my favorite word, too. Um, I... <laughs> I, yeah, I've been camping for most of my life, actually. It's only recently mm-hmm. that I stopped going camping. Um, that was for, that was my right. question for you. I, I wanted to ask you, because our, our topic for today, as I'm sure you've all gathered, is nature and the outdoors um, and the role that this plays in our lives. So I, I wanted to ask you, um, yeah, just like what's, what's your relationship to the outdoors? Do you spend a lot of time outside? Um, yeah, tell me about your camping experience. My well, actually, man. I'm going to start by complaining because we're taking an aggressive attitude this episode. We so are. We are. That, we are burly today. Through. Go for it. Um, don't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> one of the things I hate the most <laughs> um, oh, that people say sometimes, uh, and I get it. I really do. But when someone says something like, no, no, I'm not religious. Nature is my God. I really want them to stop talking. I Do do people say that to you a lot? 
a few people have said that to me. I've never heard someone say it's that. It's not an uncommon sentiment. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That's I shouldn't laugh no, at that. I'm no, more laughing I, at like, that's never happened to me. And for some reason that happens to you a lot. I It's it's a common sentiment online, uh, in, in conversations. Because I, okay. I, I discuss God with people occasionally. <laughs> oh, where he's, immediately, he's immediately veering way off course. This is why I don't have my driver's license. I would just switch <laughs> lanes constantly. <laughs> this is why I go in and they try and talk to me and I You're switch so topics. Dom, I love you. <laughs> okay. Let's see. It's a little aggressive this episode. Um, no, I like our aggression. It's fun. Um, what was I so saying? Camping. You, yeah, I was changing lanes. You're talking in the backseat. I'm that... trying to. Yep. Um,. Yeah, I. You were discussing I, people how they, discuss, how they see nature as their god. Well, I discuss God with people uh, uh, quite a bit for some reason. Uh, I will ask people occasionally if they believe in a god, just because I'm interested in the different experiences of that in an increasingly secular mm-hmm. and spiritual world in which people are. We went from sort of move away from religion altogether to this move back to very spiritual understandings of the world, sometimes um, for the sake of profit entirely which is always funny. Um, and actually, that's sort of where the connection to nature has become weird for me because it it, it um, becomes separate from the rest of things in the way it's talked about. The nature and huh. the outdoors are one. But there's two, or really, there's a few different things you can talk about when you say the natural world. And one of the things... Yeah, that... I feel like it's kind of referring to a bunch of different... You know, mm-hmm. kind of ways that we interact with nature rather than just nature itself. And it's used interchangeably it's kind of um, in ways that make it confusing that you think one thing means another. Mm-hmm. And when we start amalgamating all the definitions of a word into just one word, um, it just becomes a kind of crappy word. It doesn't really mean anything after a while. And um, this obsession with the untouched uh world um becomes also sort of a separation of it from the rest of the world that nature has to exist in these secluded areas and i Mm -hmm. find for example a public park right well i find fascinating because it is right in the middle of the natural and the for lack of a better word, man-made. Industrial. Because I don't yeah. want to say artificial, because that's always a weird... I guess industrial is uh, a good... The urban industrial. Yeah, the urban industrial. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even in a public park, it isn't just nature. You add benches, you add sometimes a tennis court. Um, maybe right, it's, it's civilized. And a path. You add a path through yeah. it. Um, you tell people... Nature plus amenities. Yeah, how to uh, experience it in some ways. Um, mm. Maybe at a dog park if you're feeling wild. Um, <laughs> and it's the fact that it feels so natural in the term meaning, you know, as opposed to crafted industrial, um, it is also both undercut and emphasized by its positioning within a city. Right. Huh. Yeah, it's true. A, a lot of nature and, you know, there's this idea of the wilderness, which exists mm-hmm. only in relation, uh, well, more specifically, in opposition to, you know, an, an urban space. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I never the, thought of it like that. The public park is a really interesting um, product of that strange relationship. I mean, for example, uh, and I actually wrote a piece of music about this um, in, in a more metaphorical way. There's no words to it, um, but about 
one time, it was very late at night, and I was walking through a park, because um, I uh, like to live dangerously, and I <laughs> saw this tree that had these uh, branches the that really jutted out. Um, mm. They were really quite angular, um, and, you know, rather straight, uh, and I found it really interesting just as a tree, but then... Uh, have, have I seen this tree? I don't know. Uh, maybe I've pointed it out to you before. I feel like I have because it's ringing maybe. a bell. Anyways, I'll let you continue. And it was... The only reason I could see it, though, was it was directly uh, beside a streetlight. And it, mm. it, it, it dawned on me how strange it is to see something we associate so much with the wilderness, with the natural. Like, if you ask them to draw nature, the chances of there being a tree is pretty high. Um, in whatever they draw, next to a street light, which um, the light it gives is incredibly artificial. It's very Narnia. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I suppose so. Well, it is. But, but the, the street lamp in Narnia is also more of a vintage one, right? Where it was maybe it's, a gas yeah, lit. Yeah, it's also but like this a, one's it's a symbol. A mm -hmm. bright white light, like something that you could put like in, really a, aggressive, buzzing, in a surgical fluorescent. room. You know, huh. uh, the kind of white surgical light on this tree. And, I and think, what did you think of when you saw these two things together? I, I think it was sort of a perfect representation in a, like a microcosm of the wider feeling of being in a public park in a big city. It's hmm. just, you know, magnified and undercut. That if something is wrong, something feels way less natural about that tree now that you see it in this harsh artificial light. And then also something about the tree which we call natural or wilderness or whatever is really emphasized by the juxtaposition of that harsh light upon it that you, you know it's wrong you know it's wrong in some way that the only light that should and be they, illuminating they, they clash yeah. the tree is the sun or something like that um it's not wrong. It's just like not what we're used to. Like I feel like when you when you close your eyes and picture a tree, you're not going to picture it lit under a street lamp. You're going to see it, you know, uh, lit by a sunrise or something like that. It, it just doesn't really go. It's a little bit. Incorrect. See, I think it's the inverse. I think I think it is really? wrong, and we're used to it. I think that's my point. Is there is something hmm. wrong that feels wrong if you think about it and feel it about the way parks and nature are integrated within a city can just feel very wrong. It can just... I don't the, know. The I don't know if you... I agree with you. Well, that's my point. That's my point, is that it feels normal. But the, the mm. sectioning off of nature gives us yeah. this idea yeah. that nature is separate from everything else we do. That's something that you brought up that I, I would really like to elaborate on, because... Even while I was, like, writing out this intro, I, I kind of noticed that, like, even though I grew up spending a lot of time outside, I was I was a really lucky kid. I, I spent lots of time outside. Even now, I, I go running every morning. I spent lots of time outdoors, but I wouldn't call myself an outdoorsy person, and I don't know a lot about um, nature just because I've always kind of felt this, like, and I'm, I'm feeling it more now that I'm, like, kind of trying to get into that kind of thing. There's definitely, like... Uh, a bit of a mental separation, especially when you live in the city, between here and there. There's, I'm a city person, I spend time here, I want to be in the, in, you know, 
the throes of civilization and then go camping on the weekends and have it be two distinct worlds rather than, you know, how can we experience nature wherever we are and just kind of integrate it with our lives. I think there's also a separation in people. Like I'm, (laughs) for lack of better word, I'm sure we've both heard the term like granola before. Like, oh, I have granola parents or this granola person. Okay, Do you know what I mean? So I haven't heard anyone you haven't? use that, but I do know exactly what you mean. You haven't heard that term used before? Okay, well, for, Maybe it's, it's, it's not thing. a great term. I, I don't know if I would like call someone granola. I, I don't think it's meant to be like a nice thing. I don't think it's necessarily meant to be an insult either, but I don't know. Um, it's just I've a certain kind of type heard, of outdoorsy yes, person. Yes, exactly. Like when I think of an outdoorsy person and the reason I don't really like see myself as one is because I picture an quote unquote outdoorsy or, you know, granola person as, you know, the person with bluntstones and a cute beanie who goes camping every weekend and knows everything about trees. Like, and I'm just not that person. So I've always thought, oh, this world just isn't for me. And I've always kind of seen it as separate from myself when in reality, anyone can can go and out, enjoy the outdoors and, and go camping and go on a hike. Anyone can enjoy those kinds of things. But for me personally, I've always kind of seen it as another world. And I think that's why it kind of appeals to me, like the quote unquote granola lifestyle it appeals to me as something that's completely different than what I experience right now. And uh, it's appealing to me more and more every day, <laughs> especially with the rise of like van life and, and that kind of thing that's taking over, especially young people, this, this desire to just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to quit school and I'm going to run away and buy a van and I'm going to renovate it. And I'm going to go on a trip and I'm going to see all these beautiful things and I'm going to cliff dive and I'm going to live on adrenaline. Um, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to lie. That world is, absolutely appealing to me um i don't know have you have you ever seen kind of like that separation between like an urban person and a more nature oriented person yeah it's sort of what i'm what i'm trying to get at is that Mm -hmm. that separation i think is um false i don't think that separation exists yeah i don't think think, it's fair i don't think it's fair at all the way we present nature within Mm -hmm. cities and within discussions of nature is what what I find wrong is that nature should be separated and shouldn't, in fact, be part of everything else. Nature, when of course, what I mean here um, is is the natural world, quote unquote. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that's also part of it is that we say nature as though everything around us isn't built from the same things. It's always crazy right. to me. Um, uh, that the things that we're using to destroy the planet came from the planet. You know, we always talk about the artificial <laughs> as opposed to the natural, but nothing. The call that is we coming use, from inside the house. Yeah, nothing that we use came from anything, but I guess space technically, but mm. mainly the Earth. Even right? then, it, like these things, um, we sort of when we create that separation, um, I, I think we lead to an unhealthy all or nothing relationship to nature. Yeah. It's, it's all or nothing sense. is, is a really good term. I like little bells went off in my head. I when think you said all that. or nothing I, I can definitely is the that. pervasive attitude of today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're either completely off the grid living in a van or you're in the city and those are your options. Yeah. Or when you in reality, go camping yeah. all the time or mm-hmm. you don't, or, uh yeah the sort of van life thing that you have to sort of give up everything to go and 
experience all of these parts mm-hmm. of the world. And some people find a lot of peace in that type of lifestyle. And like, I'm in, in no way like judging that type of choice. Like if that's what you want to do, oh my God, go for it. Like I would, I would, if my friend told me right now, I'm going to just like buy a van and run away. I'd be like, do it. That sounds like a great time. Um, but I will say it's not necessarily fair to like separate those two worlds and just have them be two completely separate things that are distinct from one another. Because in reality, you know, unless you live completely off the grid and you like take care of yourself in that way, we all experience some degree of urban life and we all experience some degree of the natural world and they both benefit us. Mm. That I think is the important thing to remember is that one is not better than the other. We, you just take what's best for you. Um, and if you find peace in nature, then that's where you should find peace. And if you find peace in really structured civilization, then that's where you should be. Like, I, I think that's, that's my thoughts Hmm. on that. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Okay. Uh, Go for it. Which seems, it seems like a very general thing to disagree with. But I think the thing is, is you're framing it as though it's a choice. And that is the main issue with people's relationship to nature. True. I don't, I don't mean to, well, it's definitely not. I think it is part of the conversation gets left out. The van life thing, the -hmm. idea that you can have the money to not. Yeah, you can't just choose to do that at any point. It's a thing. But also, it's a commitment. Live in a van because that's what they can afford to live in. And then the glamorizing of that life. Totally um, true. Uh, occurs and it just uh, rubs away a lot of the problems in the public imagination of that life. And the same with mm-hmm. where do you feel comfortable in the world? The idea that wherever you are, you is know, how yeah, you feel I'm glad you brought this up. I I, um, I didn't hear it the first time around. I Thank you for saying this, I am someone who's really easily overstimulated and also needs a lot of stimulation. Um, hmm. it's a very weird thing. I have a heart like a little hummingbird. It, um, it stays afloat with constant motion. Uh, and if it stops moving at this rapid pace for two seconds, it, uh, falls. But the problem is it also is a little hummingbird and can be swatted very quickly, um, and is very small. <laughs> I, but I also, like, I need... You can I talk about birds in every episode of this podcast. I love basically, it. Basically, I... need things to be interesting all the time i'm very bad at anything i find Mm. boring it's the cause of a lot of terrible grades for me there are classes that i understood completely oh boy i would have had no problem completing the work and so that's why i didn't do any of the work but that's a separate aside i it's a constant choir here um i but i'm also a very anxious person and so Mm -hmm. someone as someone who went camping for a long time i did better in a lot of ways outdoors um Mm. i also think that's one of the things i always you know someone who went camping um you notice the way other people camp and i don't want to overly judge anyone's lifestyle but if you're camping you this is our podcast do whatever you want sometimes you need to bring a little less with you (laughs) <laughs> if you've just brought your house are you talking about those massive rvs <laughs> i think okay well the rv thing is different i think a little bit i think a little <laughs> bit just because just because hold on just because i you know if that is where your house is it doesn't really make sense to not bring your rv camping like you want to be outdoors right if you live you in an rv in a, then you should bring your rv with you yeah, yeah. you know if if you don't want to be in wherever you have currently 
parked your RV to live in and you want to be camping. That like I don't judge that so much. If you then use it to play mm-hmm. really loud music, then I hate you. Um, oh, funny. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna intersperse this with uh, one of the funniest things I ever saw while camping. Uh, please, I please. was walking to get uh, water from the tap, and I <laughs> walked by two um, older white folk who were sitting right. in complete silence. Oh my god! Listening to rap really loudly. <laughs> just outside, like on on just, on lawn chairs. I mean, yeah, it, they were just sitting at their fire, <laughs> holding cokes. And completely silent. They didn't look like they were enjoying themselves. And it was very distinctly rap that they were listening to really quite loud. What do you mean they didn't look like they were enjoying themselves? They looked dead They faced. were just frowning listening to rap? No, they weren't. It, it was neutral. If you went over oh. and, you, and you poked them, you, they might be dead. It just, it was so... Well, did you did you check on them? Deeply surreal. No, I, I think they were fine. The <laughs> eyes were following us. Is That's what a lot of old people who are sitting down do they follow you with the eyes um just so that you know they're not dead i guess um anyway i think if you sort of bring too much like i understand wanting to live your life but closer to the outdoors but um i sort of need a little bit of all or nothing i sort of need a large contrast for the camping Mm. effect to to, uh, bring nothing just the bare come on in a mm-hmm. um, healthy way, in a way that affects me positively um, for whatever I got going on that makes it very difficult for me to take noise. But living in a city, I'm also very accustomed to it. I'm very, very accustomed to construction. I don't I don't know how many... I know a lot of our listeners are from Toronto uh, and Ontario as well, that Toronto has a ridiculous amount... I could amount listen to, like... Car crash sound effects and fall asleep to it. Yeah, that's I, where I'm at. My neighborhood wise. specifically has been under construction. I live at uh, around Eglinton. Uh, has been under construction. Oh yeah, I know your area. Mm-hmm. Most of my life, it feels like I live I, on York University campus. This is there's no quiet. Yeah, there's not. So you know, when you grow up around that, you're also fine with it. But it doesn't mean you're good. And I'm definitely mm. someone who would love to live alone secluded i once visited here's another version of the outdoors which i find really interesting Go sort of the it. halfway point i once went to a hostel in ireland um which oh, was fun in this like canyon not canyon valley and so there was no signal uh there was no plumbing um that part wasn't amazing um but it was you know it was secluded um and it was it was a beautiful beautiful place uh, and we spent, mm-hmm. I, I think, a night or two at this at this place. Um, anyway, I remember <laughs> very distinctly when I got there. We had been walking for a while, um, uh, my my family and I, and I lay down on the grass and I fell asleep in just in the outdoors. I think for a good while, and I <laughs> I remember it because it's maybe the deepest I've ever slept, and that's a huge part of it as well. Wow, is overstimulation. This is what I'm trying to say. I swear to God, this makes sense. Overstimulation. That's not the title of the podcast, but that would work as well. Um, Hey, that's the title of the podcast. Hey, you said it. Um, You said it. Overstimulation affects you even if you think it doesn't. The world you live in affects you even when you think it doesn't. And you only notice that when it stops affecting you in a certain way. And 
Hmm. That's really interesting. I think people, you know, they'll say a lot about why they can't sleep or why they feel this way or that way. And I think it becomes just a blindness to your environment. So you forget that it can affect you. And the separation of nature and the urban world uh, can also lead us to forget that because they just seem like two different worlds that have their different strengths and all these things. But um, the access someone can have to a public park can make a huge difference. And the amount of greenery around you in the city mm -hmm. can make a, a huge difference. Mm -hmm. But our ideal, um, when we separate these two worlds, then they have different ideals. And that's my problem with it, is that the idea yeah. that the yeah. goals of the urban world and the goals of the natural world uh, are separate. Are completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what we get is goals that lead to the destruction of one or the destruction of the other. And losing the urban world wouldn't be the worst thing. Um, but it also is not feasible right now. I don't really subscribe to Yeah, it's to, not doable right now. I agree. Um, eco-terrorism. Also, because generally it's, oh it's a little right-wing. <laughs> That's another podcast. Um, but you know what I mean, though? So what I'm trying to say with my issue with the all-or-nothing approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. And I, I also wanted to thank you for bringing up um, like your disagreement and, and the, the aspect of choice. Because um, mm. that's definitely something to address. Like, not everyone can um, up and leave in a van and not work for a year. And at the same time, some people, that is their lifestyle and that's the way that they thrive. So it, it, you're absolutely right to say that it's, it's not always just a point blank choice. And I should also acknowledge, like, the reason I've never gone camping is because I've been so incredibly privileged to grow up in an area of the city that has a lot of greenery and a lot of space to be outside where I didn't feel like I had to go away on the weekends because I, I loved where I was. Mm. Um, and I loved having a cottage growing up and I, I got that aspect of my life fulfilled. Like I, I didn't feel like I, you know, needed to, to run away because I, I, I had a happy life and, um, yeah, I think that's something to, to acknowledge. Like I'm, I'm lucky enough to get to go camping when I want, um, and then get to come back and live in the city. You know what I mean? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate enough for that. Um, and we're coming to, uh, to the end of our time, but I wanted to, um, just kind of say one of the things that I wanted to mention, which is just, even if it's not completely isolated from the city, if it's not, you know, quote unquote, the wilderness, I do genuinely believe, and I'm not saying anything new here, everyone needs to spend time outside. Um, I, I go running every day or almost every day, and it's just been so incredibly, you know, impactful on my mental health in a good way. Um, and I didn't even think that it would be when I started, but it, it, it's just, um, it means a lot to me to get to spend time outside. So, um, I think that's that's important for everyone to do. Like literally, I'm not saying anything new. We all know this. We all well, hear this nonstop. I, I'm not. Yeah, no, but I think um, it does making it does anything up. In. But it's and it's really important. No matter what it is, it can just be t walking your dog. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, going camping. If that's what brings you joy and you are able to do so, I, I think please do that. But uh, I think everyone has a way of benefiting. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll jump in with one final point that I, I think Go is for very, it. which is also a bit of advice. 
um, mm-hmm. is that what you exactly what you were saying that um, no matter what it is, it is better to get outside if you can. Um, it's and better sort to of do so than all to or not. nothing yes. does also stop people from doing it that. It doesn't like, have to be all or nothing. It is better mm-hmm. to go and sit outside for half an hour than go, well, I'm not going for a walk or anything, so I'll just stay inside. And especially mm-hmm. in the pandemic, uh, easy to forget that. I miss having yeah, a walk to my school. It's easy. It's really easy now to not spend any time outside. And a lot of it's it true. is... It's true. It definitely takes more of a deliberate effort these days. To get outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I learned recently that um, staring <laughs> into the sunlight, not into the sun... I learned that staring directly into the sun is really good for you. Um, everyone needs to try that. Um, but sunlight, Blind yourself. Sunlight actually helps get rid of, clear out the chemicals your brain makes when you sleep. I didn't know that. but I didn't know that either. Where did you hear that? that uh, from a doctor. Um, that is fantastic. During, during an appointment. And because I struggle with getting oh, up and really sleeping and, and all that. And, and he you know, mentioned that, mm-hmm. hey, uh, it's a good idea to get some sunlight if you find it hard to get out of bed. The, you know, if you have a window near your bed, uh, hopefully um, keep it open because uh, that can really help you. Uh, allow nature mm, to be part of your life, even if it isn't everything. Yeah, I think that is that is a really succinct way of putting it, I think. Everyone needs time outside and, and whatever that looks like for you and whatever you can access, whatever you can afford. Um, I, I, I do believe it can be beneficial to everyone. And yeah, I, I think it I think it has something for everybody. And I think it has a lot of ways of um, looking after us in ways that we don't always do, even if it's just a little walk around the block, even if it's raining. Who cares? Mm-hmm. We're so smart. Wow. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Look at you bringing up advice from a doctor. Wow. <laughs> saving the world i'm very proud of us i'm very proud of us um i would like to say as, as we're um coming to the end of our time kind of a bit of a topic change um but i would like to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and supporting the podcast so far i'm just overjoyed with the um reception that we've been having on the pod and to those of you who are listening uh, we see you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts because this this is fun. I like doing this with you. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm just looking at our analytics right now. Um, we have listeners in Mexico, in Germany, in Brazil, in Spain, in the Philippines, and that is really cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna put it any other way. It's very cool to me cool. as a as a little Canadian they them. Um, if you're listening in uh, another part of the world besides um, Canada, hi, thanks for coming. We're, we're just so happy to have you. Um, I know Sean has a special shout out that he would like to make. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's just one person who's downloaded all the episodes. And if it is, fantastic. I want to <laughs> shout out whoever it is in Dallas who listens yeah! to us. Yeah! Alex said that Go someone... Dallas has had five downloads of our podcast, and I'm assuming that isn't five separate people in Dallas, because that seems a little ridiculous. So to our one or maybe two Dallas listeners, hey, thanks. Thank you. We we really do appreciate it. Um, And yeah, just a quick reminder that uh, we'd love it if you can check out our website and our Instagram, our Instagram um, is available always. And there's always ways to make suggestions to the podcast. Um, Sean and I are pretty good at keeping up on socials. So, uh, yeah, if you have any feedback, you know, if you hate it, you can tell us, 
Um, and we always love to get topic suggestions because we want to know what, what you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, we always aim to make it feel like our listeners are in the room with us, just kind of having a little buddy talk. So if there's something that you would like to chat about, something that's been on your mind, uh, pop a, pop a little suggestion in our link, uh, which can be found in the link tree in our Instagram bio. Um, any, anything else, any, any other closing remarks regarding nature and the outdoors, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, um, birds. bird is good (laughs) that's all i have to say that's all you have to say birds Mm -hmm. can we say birds together on the count of three and then uh probably not let's try it okay ready one two three birds Birds. oh okay i didn't know well that was good i I liked it i feel like you could have okay (laughs) i hate this show (laughs) i love you I hate this. I hate it here. We're too. quitting. Alrighty. We're both quitting. Right. Next weekend, we're gonna have two new hosts. We're gonna, yeah. Um, uh, congratulations to our listeners from Dallas. You're the new hosts. Uh, You're the new or host. the one listener. It's we're you. handing this down to you. Um, to our one listener in the Philippines, it's yours now. We yeah. just make make it fun. Yeah, Enjoy. you have to kill us in combat, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there will be a, um, a, a battle royale to ascend to the throne of, I swear this will make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I love you so much. I hope you yeah, get outside today. Can, I know yes. it's rainy and gross. It is rainy But please gross. do. It is rainy and gross. But get outside anyways. Take, take your lovely little pup for a walk. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and may the fourth be with you. Hate that. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.